this is episode 242 on February 22nd, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Greetings, gentlemen. How are you doing? We'll start with you, Matt. I am doing okay. Good. What you been up to lately? <sighs> Disappointingly, not really a whole lot of anything. I mean, you know, day-to-day life and whatnot, but from a iPhone photography standpoint, uh, very little, uh, unfortunately. Just have not had any real good opportunities to get out and uh, really do a whole lot of photography. I mean, I've done uh, just some family stuff, and um, I think I took, like, one kind of cityscape street photography kind of picture that I liked over the weekend. That's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's sometimes uh, life and uh, stuff just happens to get in w- in the way of our photography. That happens to me a lot too. Uh, to, uh, real quick, though, there is one. I didn't really t- get to take a lot of pictures, but I did get to play uh, with an app that's new to me, and I, I noticed in our Facebook group there's a handful of people that have been posting pictures that they've edited with a app called RNI films. And it's basically uh-huh. a, a film simulation app. Um, so like previously, whenever I wanted to simulate, um, you know, some sort of film stock or whatever, my go-to app was Filmborn, And I still really love that app. It's a really great app, but um, I thought, you know, I'm going to check this RNI Films app out. And I got to say, it's pretty awesome. It has way more film stocks than uh, Filmborn does. Um, and they're kind of broken into categories like negative film, slide film, uh, instant film. Uh, there's vintage films and black and white. I think those are the, the categories. And um, it's a free, I bl- yeah, it's a free app. Um, you get quite a bit of film simulations to pick from in, in all of those categories uh, right off the bat, but there are some packs of extra simulations that are um, that you could pay for. Um, but, you know, you can kind of cycle through the simulations and, um, and then you could kind of go in and edit from there, kind of do like some fine-tuning, changing parameters of, you know, saturation, sharpness, and contrast and all that jazz. And um, I love it, to tell you the truth. Nice. Yeah. And you said R-N-I? Yep. R is in Robert, N is in Nancy, I is in Iguana. I couldn't think of films. a yeah, iguana. <laughs> you know, all your your friend iguana. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, cool. All right, um, Greg. What what have you been up to? 
Well, I finally got out to take a few photos today. Um, <clears throat> we've nice. had a we've had a real mild spell here, and then it kind of cooled down again today. But the the rivers and the streams are running rampant. Um, the waterfalls are just they went from being frozen over to just gushing with water. And today was a you know it was a nice sunny day, so we thought we'd get out of the house and go for a little drive to a popular one around here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, you know, I took my handy tripod out of the back of the car and and started taking a few shots of the um, uh, the cascade as it goes over the falls. And there's a really nice view of it. Um, there's a bridge that goes over the river just just before the the waterfall starts. And you look and you look down over there, and you can see the water as it disappears. But then the trees in the distance, there was a mist like Niagara Falls, just from that's how fast the water was going. And you know, of course, now the trees and everything are getting a nice little sheet of ice on them, and they're, you know, they're they're looking like white and everything else. And um, I I was really pleased with some of the stuff I got from there. I put a few of them on Instagram, or one of them anyway, or two of them, and. Um, uh, pretty impressed with the with the results. Of course, I use slow shutter to get the uh, smoothness of the water, and I've got a few more that I want to post yet. But that was the most fun I had all week. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, I, I, the 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 weather over here has been a little uh, strange, but uh, um, you know, I you said that uh, it's going to be getting back to normal, or you know, is or is do you think it's going to freeze up again? Well, yeah, it, it got back down to freezing today. Like it was, you know, minus one for us. So that'd be like around 30, 31 for you guys. Uh, so yeah. it was, you know, the, the, the ground started to get stiff again. It was quite mushy before from all the moisture. So it's, um, you know, it's getting back to seasonal again. Uh, I haven't checked the forecast to see if we're going to get more snow. Hopefully we don't. Because we lost a lot of it, like we have green lawns with a few snowbanks now, and I'd rather just see it all just go away and be done with it, and let some of the flowers yeah. start blooming. But um, I just don't think we're—I don't think we're over it yet. So we'll see. But um, uh, other than that, um, I have a, a little tidbit that we'll mention a little later on. Yes, excellent, Dave. You might have to unmute your mic, but how are you doing, man? I do well. The main reason I'm muting my mic is I'm had a sore throat and a cough for the last five days. So oh. I don't know if it's because I went to the auto show over the weekend um, and, uh, and got sick. Communal viruses, yeah. Or if it was a matter of I was just starting to catch something and it was a coincidence and that all kind of fun stuff. But in terms of photography, it was I've been trying to test out the new phone. And one thing is it was a little tough for the auto show. Um, we have two floors on our convention center. First of all, and, if I may, yes, if yes, I may need, interject yes. here, oh, Dave, I don't we know. We need to if, interrupt um, you. I don't know if our <laughs> audience knows about your mm. new phone yet. Oh, that is true. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, my old phone started to, honestly, I was just getting sick and I don't want to say sick and tired because 
it wasn't the biggest major issue in the world. It was still working, uh, but it was to the point of, oh, I want to take a picture or, oh, I want to do a phone call. And it takes two, three seconds for the program to, to open up. Um, it was just that the phone was getting old. Um, some of the old broadcasts, you could hear a buzzing in the background where it was being charged and not being charged and being charged and not being charged. Uh, I think mainly because of the uh, lightning connector and the phone was a little loose. Um, me being a little klutzy and I mean, there was no scratch. There's no scratches on the screen. There's no cracks or anything, but things got a little loose over time. So I finally decided to take it, take the big dive and go for the iPhone 10. Wow. Uh, unlike, well, congratulations. Yeah. Un- unlike Greg's situation, uh, it isn't a major difference in price uh, that he experienced when he was looking for a new phone. Yeah. It's just crazy up here. Yeah. So when are we going to go out and shoot? Um, when I'm feeling, hopefully when I'm feeling better, whenever. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'll put my eight plus up against your tens any day. Uh, <laughs> Dave and I are in, Dave and I are starting the uh, iPhone ten club. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now like I said, it, yeah, that I'm gonna say it's. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Joe. No, 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 go for it. I'm gonna say, well, um, yeah, it's just a a massive. I know my phone was three years old, but it just a massive difference. Uh, in terms of smoothness, how quick everything works, the fact that everything does work properly. Uh, I've had Bluetooth issues with things connecting and disconnecting and everything's just, it's like, oh yeah, this is what an iPhone experience should be like rock solid versus, well, hold on and maybe it'll work. And there's some jankiness going on where there's, that's all gone now. Nice. Yeah, that's that's the nice thing about upgrading, especially if you've had it for a few years. You know, there is a significant improvement in quality and speed and battery life. Um, I have uh, a few coworkers who had to replace their work phones because, uh, like one of them, he he said he had to turn off his phone in order to charge it up. The problem is, is that whenever you plug in the lightning connector, if your phone's off, it kicks it back on. And so I don't know how, or, you know, he was able to do it, but, you know, I looked at it, I said, dude, you need to get a new phone. So I, you know, when he couldn't turn his phone on, I called my boss and said, Hey, uh, so-and-so over here, uh, his phone's not working. And, uh, I think it's, pretty much dead and so he's like all right i'll make a phone call but uh there's a update that came up today and i i was reading ahead apparently uh, i thought there was a uh a new update to our battery uh power symbol which would also give the life of our battery apparently that's coming up in the next update um but uh i think it's going to help us determine whether or not we need a new battery or if you've had it long enough to get a new phone and 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 kind of move on from those problems but i was just looking through some of my 
old photos and ran across some photos that I took of a YouTube video of myself replacing my iPhone 4S battery. Ooh. And and uh, you did it yourself? I did it myself. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I bought the kit online. It was like I want to say it was like twenty nine dollars for the battery and the kit. Well, that's not bad. And no, no, it, it was definitely worth it. And because if you guys recall, if you if you're you know if you've been around the show long enough, Matt and I met up up in York, Pennsylvania. And before that, I was having issues with my phone where we would get in cold situations and the phone would just die. So uh, we were up in, in York and my phone died like every other two minutes. And it was, it was so annoying. And I finally, I, I decided... I needed to do something about it. And at the time, you know, I don't buy Apple care. I don't, uh, you know, kind of do that. I was still kind of new to the iPhone. The, the previous iPhone that I had was the three GS, um, never had a problem with it. I just upgraded and I was always like one or two versions of iPhone behind the newest. So, I decided, you know what, I'm going to try and do it myself. And when I did, I had no issues. Um, it was really easy. I, I saw, you know, some people do it and I wanted to kind of document it myself. So I took a iPhone four and just recorded as I went through the, the steps and in replacing it. And I think it's still up there. I'll link to it um, in the show notes so that you guys can see it. But those days are kind of gone. Yeah. You can still, you know, work on your own phone sort of at your own peril, but they've made it more difficult. Like uh, now you have to have some sort of a heat device and suction cup and um, in some way of, you know, being able to separate the glass from the, uh, from the phone. Whereas I just had two screws and they were special screws and the kit came with its own uh, replacement screws and the, you know, the screwdriver to be able to take the uh, OEM screws out. So they've made it more difficult, but at the same time, I I don't think it's that big of a deal, especially if you're paying close to $1,000 to take it in and actually have it fixed because, you know, the alternative is to probably pay another $1,000 for a new phone. Um, so you, you kind of have to look at it from a, from a different mindset, but I'll never forget those days. And after I replaced it, I actually bought a, a battery case. It was a Olo clip battery case that had a backup battery in it. So I was set. There was no way I was running out of juice at, like over the course of four days. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah. So, all right. Uh, see here. Let's uh, let's do this. Um, I'm going to let's see here. I'm going to pull this up, and actually, I don't have it on there. Oh well. Yeah, I, here it is. I'm going to go ahead and play this. News team, assemble. 
All right. Uh, so if I sound a little discombobulated, it's because we are using the new Zencaster setup. If uh, the quality sounds good, uh, you're welcome. And uh, I want to say thank you to everybody for being patient with us. We, you know, just going through this transition was uh, a little stressful, but I think we have a new way of uh, doing our podcast and we'll see how long we go with this i i don't see any changes unless uh, something pops up dramatically but i think uh, i think this setup is going to be pretty good um so let's uh let's go ahead and jump into the news and uh see here greg you have a youtube video that uh you wanted to bring up yeah um Apple put out a new video on their channel, and it's uh, it's uh, it's called iPhone 10 Portrait Lighting, and what it really emphasizes is uh, just how powerful the portrait mode is on the iPhone 10, and uh, you might as well include the 8 Plus in that as well because what they highlight is the stage lighting. And the first part of the video is it's about a minute and 24 seconds or so. The first part of the video shows them setting up a, a, a big studio thing, you know, with, with umbrellas and lights and all this stuff. Um, it, basically, it's a time lapse because it takes so long to set this stuff up. But they, they cut it down into like 30, 35 seconds or whatever. And they have a model there. They're putting the makeup on the model. Um, you know, then they, they show the lights going out and, uh, the camera zooms in on the model's face. Um, then of course the photographer snaps the picture and boom, it's done. But it's all that preparation that they did. So then the model gets up off the chair. Now we're back to, to real time video. She walks over this white line on the floor that, you know, goes up the wall as well. And... Um, goes and sits in, in, in another chair in the other half of the room with all the lights on, takes her iPhone 10, takes a self-portrait using portrait mode, and it shows her editing it and then adding the stage lighting, and boom, done. So it goes from... Yeah, a, it looked the same. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It goes from taking hours and thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment to simply just snapping the button, five seconds worth of editing, and you got the same thing. Now, I know the iPhone is not, um, you know, a Canon 5D Mark IV with the whole setup and everything else. I get that. But the images that come out of these things are pretty darn good. And, I mean, they're it's pretty impressive what Apple puts into it. Um, for technology and everything else to come up with the photo, um, <clears throat> I just I was just blown away by it. So, yeah, um, I think I might have shared it on the Facebook group um, for, for people to have a look at. If I haven't, I will later tonight. But I was, and really I'll have a link to, I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, uh, you know, I had a uh, not. A similar situation, but um, I, I took some portraits at a, an event 
um, that I was attending and I needed to update some images on a website. And, you know, I, I looked at the video and I saw the elaboracy that the, you know, the things that they were doing and thought it was slightly overkill, but, you know, they wanted to emphasize that they were using professional photographers and typically professional photographers will have a studio set up or they'll bring their stuff in and get everything set up. They'll hire makeup artists and, um, and, you know, even have, uh, people who do, um, uh, sort of like a scene set up and all that. And it is a big, elaborate, expensive endeavor. Oh yeah. And, you know, uh, just, and just, to watch her go over and sit on the chair and, and, you know, you put up her phone to, to get almost the same, if not the same image was quite remarkable. Yeah. And, you know, you, uh, since, uh, uh, both uh, Matt and uh, Dave have the iPhone 10. Uh, and can you do it on the 8 Plus? Um, I cannot do portrait mode with the front camera on the 8 Plus. Right. Just the back camera. Right. But because their so, the 10 has the um, the facial recognition, it, it has an even better depth recognition with that camera. That's how they can do it with the uh, basically in selfie mode. That's crazy. So, uh, Matt, have you done a, uh, uh, an image like that of yourself using the, uh, the scene? What do you mean? Have you, have you taken a selfie of yourself and used the, the uh, portrait mode, the studio lighting, the, the portrait mode? Yeah, actually just, uh, very recently, like within the last week, probably. Is that the uh, image of uh, of you on Facebook? It is, yeah. Oh, okay, very cool. So, what were your thoughts on it? Um, so I, I think it works reasonably well, but I think you have to have like the correct lighting to begin with. So, it, sure. like, uh, especially if you want to use the stage lighting, I think the other uh, lighting, um, whatever, whatever they're called, I forget what the other light uh, uh, filters or whatever you want to call it, what they're called, but the the stage lighting effect, um, it doesn't look good in all situations. So you have to have. Um, probably lighting coming from like slightly above and to the side of you. And then I think, I think that helps it look the best. Got it. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's natural light, studio light, contour light. And then those are the ones that you still have the whole scene in the image. And then you have their stage light and stage light mono, which is black and white. Yeah, sure. I, I do like the studio light one, too, because that really brightens up an image. Um, so there's been instances uh, where, like with taking pictures of my son or something like that, where instead of putting the image through um, uh, Lucid, which I, I use to do like really quick, uh, basically one, one button edits of a lot of my like uh, family pictures, um, instead of doing that, I'll actually just, uh, if I took the picture in portrait mode, I'll just switch it to the studio light 
setting and that gives me pretty much exactly the look that i'm looking for yeah because it's like putting a reflector cool. in front of you like and bouncing the light up onto your face it, it, it yeah. kind of adds like yeah. a fill light and and i did that you know at the event i took um my canon 6d and i had the was it yongyo flash and I just aimed that the flash from the camera um, onto a a uh, reflector and took the whole background out, uh, except for uh, a couple flags that were close by. You know, because I had like purple and blue and the the staging was like black and and gray and it, it didn't really work for what I was trying to do. And all I did was I adjusted my, my settings so that I could remove the background that the flash that I was capturing was just on my subject. And then everything else behind it fell off. And, um, I thought they turned out pretty good. I didn't, you know, spend thousands of dollars in equipment to do it. Like these these guys did in the video but you know i i i'm wondering if i had an iphone 10 if i would be able to kind of do the same thing so i i i would imagine uh that one day we'll be able to like like what we do when we manipulate depth of field is you know is manipulate the amount of background we, we want to include into the image. Well, one thing that's nice is the focus app we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, it can use the portrait mode. If you take the portrait mode in the, um, in the built-in app or the built-in camera, okay. and you can import it in and make adjustments on how much should be in the foreground, how much in the background that way. Nice. So it's, it's almost like with, um, with raw video, with raw photos and other parts where Apple has that ability, but they're trying to, it's almost they're on purpose trying to keep that building camera app as simple as possible. But if other people want to do, you know, additional advanced features, that's fine, but they want to have that facing where it's still, we want to make it where open up the app, take a photo and it's going to look good. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to see what Apple will do, you know, after this. You know, they, they've got to be at least two or three steps ahead in ideas. And, you know, as, they, as those things come out that we're able to do, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun creating some of these images. Just to add to this story, um, there's... Leo Laporte's uh, show on his Twit network called The New Screensavers. They recently did an interview with Rishi Sanyal. Uh, he's the science editor at DP Review. And he talks about the differences between uh, the iPhone X and the Google Pixel 2 XL. And uh, it's quite interesting, you know, some of the things they discuss, like how the technology works in, in the two different uh, phones. And um, the, the, he even gives an overall um, uh, selection as to which one he thinks is the better one. 
And I won't tell you what it is because when he said it, I like felt like putting my foot through the screen. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I think you gave you know it what? away. That it's subjective, <laughs> in my opinion. I think it's subjective. Right. Personally, the reason I use an iPhone is because I like the way it renders an image, and um, you know, and and that's not that's shooting JPEG or um, the high efficiency format, um, not necessarily RAW, because with RAW you, you got to do all that stuff to it afterwards anyway, but. Um, I've I've always found that the Android phones like the Samsungs and and the, the Google Pixels they they give you real deep dark blacks and they tend to bump the saturations a little bit in the colors and Apple lets you do that if that's what you want to do they and this guy even admits that Apple gives you more true to life color on on the iPhone 10 as compared to the Google Pixel 2 so that's that's one thing that I like about the Apple or about the iPhone over any other phone is is the color rendition. Um, it, it just I just like the way it produces an image, um, not just the final image, but how it goes about it as well. Because with the Google Pixel 2 XL, it does portrait mode, but it doesn't give you a live preview of what you're going to shoot. You have to take the shot. And then wait till it renders it after a couple of seconds, and then it gives you the image. And then, if it doesn't work out, you got to try it again. But at least with the iPhone, it's a live preview. You know what you're going to get before you hit the button. Hit the button, done. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'll I'll put a link to that. There's a there's a um like this show goes on for like an hour and a half, but there is a video where it shows just that segment. So I'll dig that up and I'll. Um, give that to you, Joe, for the show notes. Cool. Thanks. Oh, real quick about the portrait mode also on the 10. Um, if you, for especially for the, I guess, for the front facing selfie, um, if you're in a darkish room, the phone will basically use the entire screen as a flash. So you'll get a, even if, if it thinks it's dark enough, I don't think there's a way to turn it off. I think it's more of an automated. Um, setting where it will turn, make your screen into a flash. So that is one thing to remember of, well, let's say you're taking a picture of someone and the way the camera is, you could get some eye shine there. Hmm. Okay. Huh. Very cool. Well, we will keep you guys updated with any other changes or anything that may come up. If you guys have uh, sort of ideas or thing, things that you've done using the either the front or the back facing camera for the uh, portrait mode, uh, let us know and tell us uh, some of your tricks of uh, the feature and uh, what you like or dislike about it. I think that would be a, a really interesting to see, especially from uh, another point of view. Oh, Joe, I want to mention one last thing too. Um, sure. With the different lighting... Going with studio lighting versus natural or uh, contour lighting. If you're some, let's say, if you're someone who happens to have a five o'clock shadow at eight o'clock in the morning, like I do, um, it can really emphasize or de-emphasize um, the amount of shading on the face. Okay. So it makes it wow. makes a big difference just going from 
one to the other, it's like, oh, okay, one looks like, yeah, time to shave. The other one looks like, oh, that's just really light. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and move on. And uh, I don't really have... Well, actually, I do have a jingle for it. Matt may not like it, but I'm going to go ahead and play it. <laughs> I'm getting tingly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so uh, a couple weeks ago, we had a couple giveaways. Uh, one was for uh, Halide and the other was for Focus. And uh, today we actually have another giveaway and Greg has the details. So take it away, Greg. Yeah. So um, we mentioned on, uh, on the show when we were talking about these giveaways before for Halide, uh, the good folks at Halide are, um, they're playing pr pretty nice with the folks at Darkroom. Uh, Darkroom is an editing app, and it's it's actually not a bad one. It's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I don't know who the developers are for Darkroom or what their background is, but the guys from Halide come from Apple and Twitter. And uh, Darkroom has a lot of nice design aspects to the app. Um, so I reached out to the guys at Darkroom for a uh, promo code, and they happened to give me one. So we're going to do the same thing um, that we did last time. I'll put a post in uh, the Facebook group, and uh, I'll just take names as they come in for anybody that's interested in this app. And next week, we will select a winner. Very cool. Super cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's awesome that uh, they were able to supply us with a, uh, you know, a promo uh, code. And, you know, I, I would like to see um, more of these because I it's a lot of fun. I there We had a lot of interest in the last two. And uh, and so with uh, um, with these, I think, uh, you know, it would be fun to have some more. So we'll. We'll keep that going. I'm thinking about reaching out to um, Apple to see if they'll give us an iPhone 10 to give away, but I don't think they would. <laughs> <laughs> you never know until you ask. I know. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. And uh, one, one thing that I wanted to mention is uh, over the last uh, week, I had... Um, I'm I'm sort of brainstorming and you know talking to the guys, but I'm going to be testing out some shirts and seeing what kind of quality we can get, and um, what kind of designs we can do. But right now I have uh, a very simple design for a T-shirt that uh, we will announce soon. And so I just wanted to give a little teaser out there and, uh, and, and tell you that we have something coming down the pipeline. So um, I'm, I set up, I had an account with a, uh, with a, a site uh, from years ago and decided to uh, see what I can do. And um, I got some renderings. Now I'm going to purchase a shirt see what the quality is, see if I like it. 
And if I do, uh, we will have an announcement and have something on our website to be able to have. So uh, not only is it uh, shirts, but there's, I think, a, sweat, a sweatshirt or two and uh, a couple different styles of mugs. So I thought that would be a fun little teaser for everyone and something to look forward to in the next couple weeks. Yeah, I think, I think um, this is a good idea. Yeah, because I, I, you know, we're, I, we're famous. Come on, just I think. Say it. <laughs> uh, well, I, I wanted to say I wanted to have a shirt that said "Tiny Shutter" on it while I record. You know, it just kind of puts you in the mood. It, it, it kind of helps with the mojo. I want to wear one around just so <laughs> people get, just so people will ask me what it means. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, no! Yeah, yeah. Instead of walking around, uh, ask me about my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I saw that on somebody's shirt, I would not ask them. I would just look at it and then just stare at them and talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very cool. So, all right. Um, let's go ahead. It, it, is there anything else that we need to bring up before we move to our post pick of the week? Well, I want to bring up a minor update to Google Photos. Um, oh, yeah. Where they're now making it where you can select a movie theme, um, such as a dog movie or a cat movie or a Valentine's Day movie. And Google Photos, for me, the search in Google Photos is a little bit better than the Apple Photos. Um, but that's also because they're doing the search on their servers and not just only on the phone so they can mass billions of photos together versus just whatever you have on your phone. But so you can say, well, for I want to have a movie put together of what Google Photos thinks, and it's automatically done on a server somewhere. Uh, best photos of this dog or this cat or for the Valentines, you get to pick two people and it finds photos where you're both together. So oh, okay. uh, the and then afterwards you can say, well, I don't want this photo or I want this photo or extend the time off on this one. Um, so it, it's a nice little feature. I, Greg mentioned, um, I believe, a couple weeks ago about the Apple Photos, the the memories, yeah, memories. feature. Yeah, where where yeah. I, I honestly I like the look of memories a little bit better than this. But Google Photos, for me, I use it more for a longer-term backup uh, just because, unlike Apple Photos, you don't have the limit before they start charging you. So I have a little more photos to pull from from there. But, again, it, okay. it is, it's a nice little feature. Unfortunately, it's – well, I let's say you start there. You say, okay, here's the – I want a doggy movie. Literally called a doggy movie. Here's the dog I want photos of. And it says, oh, please wait while we work on this and we'll notify you when it's done. So that's – it's kind of like everything else with Google. It's kind of like the uh, the portrait mode where it's saying, well, we can't actually do this on our camera. We're having to send yeah. this out to the internet somewhere. Um, as I heard someone say, I think it was on Daily Tech News Show, the cloud is just a bunch of computers that someone else owns. Um, yes. So it's going off to Google server somewhere, processing and then coming back to the phone, which I'm a, I trust Google a little bit more than the average, because if they 
do something boneheaded and people completely lose trust in them, that's all their money. So I'm sure they're putting all right. the effort to keep that going. But it's something to think about in terms of even though it's a free program, it's still, you know, you're still giving away data and it's not staying on home on the phone where um, the Photos app, when you do a memory, it's only staying on the phone and not going off to an Apple server somewhere. Got it. Yeah. So uh, I don't have dogs or cats, but will it uh, will it find my favorite child? Um, you know what? I think it. <laughs> you say since I'll, I'll I have I'll four of them. Favorite, yeah. <laughs> and as long as you don't, are you talking about Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either that, or you well, believe it or not, they have one that's called "They Grow Up So Fast." So I think oh, okay. <laughs> over the time. So all you have to do is pre- create one for a kid and say, oh, I asked it to fa- pick my favorite. And this is what it picked. Quickly delete yeah. next. <laughs> Quickly delete next. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it does have some nice kind of built in themes where it will do a lot of things behind the scenes. But I kind of like I said, in terms of like I did a, a quick little movie montage from the auto show where I'm admittedly, I'm the one who had to go in and say, you know, I want to pick the best photos on my own because I don't necessarily trust what either Apple photos or Google photos will pick for me, but you don't have, you didn't do an AB test. Uh, actually I didn't, I probably should, but no, I didn't. I also didn't wait long enough oh, okay. for, for it to do it on its own. Um, yeah, <laughs> cause I wanted to get it out the same day I went there. So, you know, I put it together. I, I favored, I, I kind of put them into a fa- uh, an album and said, okay, create a slideshow off of this and let it do its thing and selected the music and works great. So I imagine if you have more and more photo, if you have more photos than the what 15 or 20, I took, it would take a little bit longer to go through, but you know, it, it seemed to work really fine and everything turned out great. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move into our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right. Uh, uh, un, uh, Matt was unaware of this, but uh, prior to him jumping onto the uh, uh the broadcast uh we flipped a coin and he lost no i mean he won and um (laughs) it is his turn to pick our post pick of the week and this is coming from uh was it frozen ice ice thank you and um this is a uh yeah this was our weekly photo uh, challenge of ice so take it away matt is he still muted? Oh, is he muted? He probably is yes, muted. Yes, he's muted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I had unmuted myself earlier in preparation for this. No, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, at the very last second here, I changed my pick. Oh, that's what popped up in the message. Yeah. So this this was a. Uh, I think a hard challenge because I, and the reason that I changed my pick and the reason I think that this was a hard challenge is um, 
ice is like one of those things. It's usually um, not the subject of a picture. You know, it's it's just kind of if it's like in a landscape, a lot of times it's just kind of there. Um, you know, there's icicles or frozen water, you know, a frozen pond or whatever. Um, it's usually not the subject. And so that's actually why I changed my pick. Um, the, the, I'm not going to say which photo I originally picked, but I really, I really <laughs> liked it a lot. It was a great photo, but the ice was not actually the subject. Um, so I really wanted to find, you know, a, a picture that spoke to me where the ice was definitely the subject of the picture. And, you know, there's definitely a handful of those in the, uh, in that were submitted to the challenge, some ice sculptures and, um, you know, ice in, in glasses and things of that nature. Um, but ultimately I decided to pick, uh, Ken Klain's photo and he has it uh, titled the Chicago River from the Michigan Avenue Bridge. And it's basically just a, a photo um, looking down at just broken ice uh, floating yeah. in, the, in the Chicago River. And I like this picture for a couple reasons. Um, one, the subject's definitely ice. Uh, two it's kind of abstract in a way. Like when you look at it, you know, it's ice, but there's, there's nothing else in the picture other than water and ice. It fills the entire frame and just the, the jagged random brokenness of the ice just kind of makes it look um, like a scattered puzzle or just something like really kind of abstract and yeah. um, not real sure like what the the editing is that he did with the photo. It's kind of a faded look. I don't know if it's an Instagram filter or or Visco or, or what he did, but um, I do actually like it. I, I think maybe I'd like it if it was like a little more contrast and maybe if the ice was like a little more white than kind of the bluish tint that's sort of over it. But um, mm. I don't know. I like it. A red filter would turn the 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 water black and uh, probably give that. Pop. Oh yeah, like if you turned it black and white. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, I like this image. Uh, I think it's a uh, like you said, abstract, and you know, it, you can you can sort of catch a. Um, an angle of where it's starting to go away from you, but it's almost uh, indistinguishable about, you know, kind of where, uh, where the center of the image is uh, once you get closer towards, closer towards the center. Um, and just the, the different angles that are represented is very uh, uh, not distracting, but uh, what's the word I, I usually use? Um, there's tension there with the different angles and uh, I like it. What are your thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I like it too. It's, it definitely, you know, ice, it, that's, that's the name of the challenge and that's definitely what it is. And the, the first thing that comes to my mind is I, I posted a, um, 
picture of a macro shot of frost on Instagram and I called it a geometrical mess. And that's exactly what this looks like. Uh, yes. There's so much geometry going on here with the different angles and whatnot and shapes. And, and it just it's just a mess of ice. But um, I like the... It, it's hard to tell what the reflections are in the water, but I, I suspect it's probably buildings of some sort. And um, I like the blue tones to it. It just gives you that sense of coldness that, I mean... I would not want to be in that water. So, <laughs> you know, it, it it looks like it looks like it is freezing cold, and and being up by Chicago, I'm sure it is, and um, <clears throat> it it's just a really cool image. Um, I don't know, it just great job, Ken, and it, it's uh, it, I guess you could say it's the epitome of ice. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Dave? Sure. And actually, it's the kind of maybe the filter that's uh, attracting me also to the the blueness and almost the lack of detail uh, in the water itself, where it just looks it's either exceptionally still water or whatever filter they use is kind of makes the water. It's, it's almost like a painted on background. Instead of actually being able to see any ripples or movements or like any heart, like I said, you can't re- really notice the reflection. So it looks more like a um, a watercolor background. Yeah, and there, yeah, I, I don't really, I can't tell the scale of the ice either. Um, it is a uh, mystery on how large those chunks of ice are, and. Uh, you know, if it's from a bridge, then they tend to look like they're probably large. But with so many pieces, it's it's almost like uh, somebody dropped a plate on the ground and started to sweep it all back together. Um, so it is pretty cool. Well, congratulations, Ken. You are our post pick of the week. If you would like to be chosen as po- post pick of the week please go on to our Facebook group and look for our pin post at the top and look for our weekly photo challenge. Um, we uh, give everybody two weeks to, to participate in that challenge. Not only that, but if you want to look at some of the older challenges, you can go into your search bar and uh, pull up a weekly photo challenge and take a look at what we've done in the past. There are a lot of amazing images in those uh, challenges and uh, a lot of things that are worth uh, looking at to help to inspire you. All right. Um, Oh, and the other uh, the other way of being able to be chosen for our post pick of the week is to go on to Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter. And you will see a myriad of images that we go through on the off week uh, to be able to pick our album art for our show. And so um, do that. All right. <clears throat> so we need another weekly photo challenge. Uh, any ideas, guys? What do we have? Well, Michelle put in the uh, chat room shadows. Okay. I kind of like that. But... Have we done uh, anything on shadows before? Not that I can recall. Think. I think we did at some point, but it was a while ago. 
All right. Well, I think that's a great option, and I think that's a challenge accepted. What do you guys mm-hmm. think? Most definitely. To me. Yeah. All right. So now our our uh, new weekly photo challenge is shadows. All right. This is going way too uh, smoothly. Now, now you hush. <laughs> don't, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else that you guys want to bring up before uh, we call it a show? No. Good here. I'll take I'll take that as a no. So let me go ahead and play this. We came. We saw. We kicked its ass. All right. So, uh, like I said, uh, uh, be on the lookout for some announcements that are coming up. Also, um, you know, thank you guys for bearing with us on. Uh, our endeavors to try to um, make this podcast a little bit better with the audio. Um, yeah, normally uh, Matt's a little crusty on this uh, episode, but normally that's not the case. Um, we have an excellent platform to be able to record, and and it's been, uh, the people in the in the chat say that we sound pretty good. And, uh, and so far I, I'm, uh, I'm digging it. So, uh, thanks for your patience. All right, gentlemen, uh, let's, uh, tell everybody where they can find each other. Let's start with you, Matt. All right. You can check me out on, uh, Instagram, I'm and Twitter at M Hoffman photo. Very cool. Greg. Okay, on Instagram, I am Macmillan Photo, and on Twitter, it's Macmillan underscore photo. Very cool. Dave? Yep, you can find me on Instagram and Mission Pick as Prof Pod. Excellent. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show. Uh, Links to the things that we talk about in our show notes. Um, you can find uh, uh, links to Facebook and to um, uh, YouTube by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. I think we have ourselves a show. So why don't you guys say good night to everybody? Good night, everybody. Night, everyone. Uh, I was muted. Mets. <laughs> he was muted. Ah! <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. I'm getting tingly. (laughs) That's for you, Matt.